Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Freedom. Welcome to the very 96th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Boy, is it good to be back. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. Wow. So I have not dropped a podcast episode in over a month. This has been the longest break that I have taken in almost two years since I started the podcast. And the truth of the matter is there are a couple of reasons for it. Um, It's not that I wanted to stop producing a podcast. I enjoy the podcast. I like putting it out. And it's just really, it started when I found out about this new social media app called Clubhouse not sure if you heard about it or not, but it's, it's a pretty big deal, and it's particularly a big deal in the education space. So I started getting involved in that, and it's similar to a podcast because it's audio, and you get to listen to people speak, and you can participate. It's all live. There is no recording, so you can't catch it later. You just hop on. They have a bunch of different rooms. You tell them what your interests are, and you connect with other people that have similar interests, so you get uh, shown rooms that are similar to your interests. And it has been so compelling for me that literally the time that I was working on the podcast was suddenly being consumed by this new Clubhouse app. So that was number one. That was really the main, that was really the main thing. But in spending the time in the Clubhouse, I got to meet many, many really, really amazing people, really interesting people. And because it isn't recorded because there is no production in it. It's just you get on there and you talk. The conversations are super, super authentic. There are conversations going on. There is a discussion. You can't outsource it. You can't hire it out to a production team. You can't hire some you know, expert to do it for you. It's got to be you and it's got to be authentic. It's got to be the real you. So I would find myself uh, meeting the same people day after day in the education space rooms and I would reach out to them, connect with them on, on uh, and other platforms as well, Instagram and Twitter particularly, because those are two social media apps that connect to Clubhouse. So it's very easy in someone's Clubhouse bio to connect with them on those other two platforms. So I would DM them over there and have a lot of meetings, get a lot of perspective. And one of the things that I realized was I'm approaching this all wrong. This whole class stars approach is I'm start I'm I'm coming in on the back side of it. And what I mean by that is as follows. You know, as as you know, if you've listened to the podcast, is that when I started working in education, I noticed two problems very early on. The first problem was that teachers were overwhelmed. Teachers were overburdened and they still are and during the pandemic even more so. And so teachers were unable to really focus on the things that I needed them to focus on in order to help the kids that I was working with. They were overwhelmed. It, was, it wasn't working. Secondly, secondly, by the time the kids were coming to me, it was way late in the game. These kids were struggling for such a long time by the time they were even brought to my attention. And that made anything that I was going to do that much more difficult 
Because as we all know from anything, if you catch a problem early, it's that much simpler, that much easier to address, to take care of, to solve. So I thought to myself, how can we come up with a way that, number one, simplifies for teachers what they need to look at, what they need to look for, what they need to do. And it's got to, number one, be simple. Number two, systematically, proactively identify problems at a much earlier stage. These were the two pieces that I was working with. Okay, now I really came up with a framework. It was a very simple framework that really diluted down a teacher's focus to two things. Number one is making sure that every kid gets positive feedback every day. And this was really inspired by a TED talk that I had seen, and I've spoken about it in the past by Dan Ariely, titled, What Is It That uh, Makes Us Work? What Motivates Us in Our Work? And he talks about the study that he had done where he had offered three groups of people uh, money to do a task, and when they completed the task, he would offer them a little bit less money to do the task again, and then a little bit less money to do the task a third time, so on and so forth, and wanted to see how little money people would take, and basically the variable was the three conditions. And this way we can see which of these three conditions is the most motivating. And the three conditions were as follows. In the first condition, after the task was completed, and the task was something fairly simple. It was a piece of paper with a bunch of random letters, and there were 10 pairs of letters on the paper, and the task was find the pairs of letters and circle them. Very simple. And in the first condition, the participants were given a piece of paper. They were asked to write their name at the top of the paper. When they completed it, they handed it to the examiner who would look it over very quickly, nod their head and say, "Uh uh-huh, very good, put it down and offer the second piece of paper for a little bit less money, so on and so forth until the people stopped. In the second group, in the second group, there was no name written on top and there was no feedback from the examiner. So they would just take it back, offer this next paper for a little bit less money, then take that back and offer the next paper for a little bit less money, so on and so forth. In the third group, the examiner would simply take the paper back from the participant and deposit it directly into a shredding machine, rip it up. Okay. Now, he points out that after a couple of tries, the participants could have cheated and not actually done the exam because done the work because they would realize that it's not even being looked at. So they can just pretend that they're doing it, hand it in and and do the next one for a little bit less money, but nevertheless, they'd be getting the money. So they could have cheated, but nevertheless, these were the three conditions. And the question is, what condition is the most motivating? What is the least motivating? And where would that third condition fall between the two? So as you would expect, the condition that was the most motivating was where there was feedback given. And in that, you know, in that group, they went by far the furthest. The worst condition was the shredder group, which is, you know, kind of predictable. You can expect that when you, when you give somebody feedback and you acknowledge their work, they'll be more motivated to continue. If you're destroying their work, they are going to be discouraged and they will not want to continue. And the interesting thing came out in the middle condition because that ignored condition you know, they were curious to know, is that going to be closer to the acknowledged condition? Is it going to be closer to the shredded condition? Is it going to be somewhere in the middle? And as it turned out, it was very close to the shredded condition. And there were two takeaways from this study. The first takeaway was that ignoring somebody's effort 
is almost as discouraging as destroying it. So that was like a big aha moment for me because how many kids are putting forth an effort in school and it's being overlooked? Not on purpose necessarily, but it doesn't matter to the kid if it's being ignored on purpose or you know, by mistake. So that was the first big thing. And the second big thing was that a s- small amount of acknowledgement really goes a long way in motivating people. So a simple acknowledgement, a simple encouragement, a simple positive feedback, if you do it regularly, will have a huge impact. So this was really the first piece to systematically simplify things for teachers, okay? Make sure that no child is ignored. You need to have a goal for every child every day. And because the goal of the day could be different. Some days you're going to learn a lot. Some days you're going to learn less. Some days you're going to have something else. Every day is different. Every day, the goal, the mission statement of a teacher is going to be the same every day, but the task is going to be different. And there's one thing that needs to be constant. There's one thing that needs to be every day. And that is that the teacher has to have a goal of acknowledging and encouraging every student every day. No one should ever be overlooked. Overlooking children is devastating. So that was really the first step in simplifying the ask of the teacher, okay? The first ask of the teacher is make sure every kid is encouraged every day. And teachers very often think that they're doing this. But if you have an observer, if you have someone who is just watching the situation, in many cases, and I can't say speak to you specifically about this, but in many cases it doesn't happen and it's not, it doesn't happen fairly. Not, some kids get left out. The second thing that was really, really important, and I really wanted to leave it at this, two things, because two things are simple enough. The second thing is we've got to start measuring misbehavior before the misbehavior is actually disturbing the class because there are basically two levels of misbehavior. There's the kind of misbehavior that is often overlooked because it's annoying, it's a pain to record it, and it's not really disturbing the class, so the teacher kind of looks aside. But after the misbehavior gets to a certain point where it's really, really difficult, that's when, that's when the teacher starts to pay attention to it, to give it notice. And the problem is at that point, it's already too late. So we need to make it super simple for teachers to record misbehaviors in this objective, methodical way. So that was really the framework. That was the framework that allows teachers to focus on every kid every day in a meaningful way, make sure every kid gets positive feedback, make sure that misbehaviors are recorded. And how do we record misbehaviors? The way we measure progress in misbehavior, the way we record misbehavior is based on the frequency and intensity of the misbehavior. So if a student acts out many times a day, that's not good. But if you see progress and that number is decreasing, that's progress. And that's important to keep note of because that progress needs to be, like we said beforehand, acknowledged and not ignored. Because when we ignore, kids get discouraged. So if kids are making progress and they're misbehaving less, and we're not seeing that and complimenting that, noticing that, then those kids are going to get discouraged and they're going to give up. So that was really the framework. But to me, for some reason, I was focused on how are we going to make it simple for teachers to keep track on to keep track of that. And you know, I say for some reason I was focused on this. It's very obvious why I was focused on this because if you don't have a simple way to keep track of it, there's no way you can. There's no way you can. And if you can't keep track, you don't know. 
You just simply don't know. You think you're giving positive feedback to everybody. You think you're doing a good job of recording misbehaviors and you're not necessarily doing so and you really don't know. So I focused on the practical side of it. How do we do this? And that's where Class Stars came from. That's where the app came from. And that's what it is. It's very simple. Swipe up for positive feedback, swipe down for misbehaviors. The, the app takes care of everything else. Okay, now obviously the framework was really, I wouldn't say it was easy for me to come up with, but the framework was something that kind of developed naturally from my work. It's based on research. This is not anything that I've made up. This is based on stuff that I had learned about and read about and implemented and saw that it worked. But the app was a challenge. It was a challenge in building the app. And we spent a lot of time making it super simple to record. So when we finally came out with it, I would be demoing this app and people were asking me like, is this like Class Dojo? And I would explain, no, it's not even a, it's not even a point system. It's nothing like a point system. Okay, a point system is just as broken as any other system where these kids are failing because it's the same kids that are failing that can't get the points. So they give up because the points are not working for them. So I'm here talking about an app, how cool it is and, and, and color-coded and charts and dashboards and all that stuff, but I'm not even talking about the framework, which is really the heart and soul of Class Stars. That's the distinguishing feature of Class Stars is the framework upon which it is built. And I discovered this because I have had literally countless conversations and spent many, many hours over the last couple of months talking to really high-level educators in the Clubhouse app. So I'm hoping that I'm going to get back to doing this on a weekly basis, and I'm going to do a series of podcasts for the next few weeks that actually focuses more on the framework, tries to dig down deeper into why it is that teachers are frustrated, why it is that teachers are overwhelmed, and it's really because they don't have a clear framework that guides them every day that is simple. And so what I really want to focus on, and you don't need to use the Class Stars app, although I don't know why you wouldn't because it's free. So you could definitely use it and it's easy to use. So no reason why not to use it, but you don't need to use it. If you're not tech savvy, you don't need to use it, but you just need to understand this simple framework. And I'm going to try over the next few episodes to really break down and, and develop this framework so that it's simple and adaptable for anyone. So it's great to be back, and we'll see you next time on the Class Stars Podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars Podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.